Hi guys, I'm going to talk a bit about Zeckendorf, the man who played the real-life real game of Monopoly and won the largest real estate empire in history. This is a, one of the best books I've read, and I'm only on about a quarter of it, so I'm going to share what I've learned so far. He was born in 1905, which is one of the most interesting or challenging times to be born in the world, and his life is pretty colourful. Uh, and he actually... So I'm going to go through it a bit. So he basically starts... And he goes to university and he misses the, he's too young for the Great War. So he's about 10 in the First World War. Then he goes to university in the 1920s, which is the booming time of, of everything. But he finds the classes pretty boring. So he wants to get out there and do things. And he's kind of a quite a colorful, seems like a colorful character. Uh, he was the head of this, of the fraternity and he talks about a few of his adventures and when he one of his first jobs he gets is he is selling a, a property a building is for rent and he rents it out to while the owner is away so the owner asks him to rent out the building and says that if you do a good job on this you're going to be set for your career and he does a really good job in renting out this whole building and apart from two floors he does this by just knocking on cold calling nearby office buildings and he realizes that one in, the average rent is about three years so that one in every three of them is going to have a uh, expiration in that year so he finds on average he will cold call five people and then get one of them will come and have a look around his office building and he rents out he does a really good job but when the owner of the building comes back he is hardly paid any bonus or anything extra and he feels like his work has gone undeserved so he moves on to other adventures and, and opportunities and he's uh, playing in a few different similar kind of property deals and then what happens is the Great Depression hits and he talks about what that was like for him as in the property empire in the property business at that time and how it really affects everyone and how the knock-on effects of what it had and just how deep of an impact it was just for the next five years and one of the interesting things that he said was how there was such a delay in that happening the the way that it impacted property because people still had leases and it just delayed the effects of that um for 18 months when it really hit the property sector and he was saying how the tax tax situation and the way that tax was structured is that people who own the property were taxed based on the value that it was previously instead of the current market value which meant that everyone was basically had had a lot of challenges because they kept having to pay that certain extra tax and basically everyone was just trying to sell their properties at a loss and it, the price kept going down and people just wanted to get their money out and that's how the how it became even worse and it was pretty interesting for him because he it was just a challenging time for everyone in that market it's pretty hard to make money but he did find some opportunities and it seems like he 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 had a time in this book where he said he was 
chasing up. He felt like he was chasing up uh, straight walls, trying to make money. And the whole time it was really challenging. But it did seem like he learned a lot of his core skills in this time. And he seemed to have uh, had found a lot of opportunities. A lot of skills were developed in this time that you, he will later come to realise later. And he then felt like he wasn't making any progress. So he basically found a uh, company that was that he could work with and he joined them and he uh, joined this company and he started doing some deals in those companies and they were basically starting to rent out. Uh, they were helping as a estate agent, basically making money from selling deals and renting out deals. Uh, but he got involved in one deal where he would uh, invest some money, and then he he was he mentioned this one deal which seemed like a very big deal at the time, which where he invested five thousand dollars in this deal, and it was uh, pro- buying this property for eighty seven thousand um, dollars. But he needed to find the funds to pay for the rest, so he got a bank loan for the rest of the money, uh, and. The bank loan that he could get get it for was because the book value was on the on the book value was one hundred and forty eight thousand, and the bank said that he could only get a loan for one hundred and four thousand, and the sale price was seventy eight thousand. So he managed to get a loan for that, but he wasn't able to get the money. He he needed the money in order to buy it, and the bank was only going to give it to him after he had owned it. So he needed to find another source of funds to to lend him the money. So he found someone who could lend him the money, which was at no risk because the bank was going to pay him when he owned it. And he basically did that deal and then he owned it and then he paid he paid the guy that lent the money to him and then he, he looked through the tenant list and he found there was one woman who was quite wealthy who was a tenant in there and he found that he could he he proposed to that woman that if i could you you're paying this rent which is $500 a month and it's basically costing you this much money uh why don't you just buy the whole building uh for $150,000 and you can get all the rent and you can also have free accommodation and so she looked at it and she found that she would sell a couple of her other properties, buy it. And that's a way that he made, uh, in total, I think he he made quite a lot of money out of a deal where he just needed to pay $5,000. So that's one of the big deals that he made. I think he made uh, $87,000 in total from that deal. And he he realized from that that, the market opportunity in real estate is actually by uh, connecting different groups of people together. Connecting people who have different groups, different users, uh, who have different requirements. So there would be the person who's trying to sell it, the bank, and the tenant. And just connecting those two, those together in these deals he found as the Opportunity, and it was a much more profitable way to make money than being doing real estate uh, as a real estate agent. So that's one of the big things he learned, which is that it's about connecting different groups of people together.
Um, and he was basically quite lucky in that he did not go to the... He was not called up for the Second World War when that happened. And he was... Uh, he, while his partners went away to fight, he was a bit older and he was not called up. So in this time, he was doing different deals and he was buy, buying different properties and he found lots of opportunities. One of them was the a slaughterhouse area in, in New York, which he... Um, bought up at a low cost and then managed to sell to the UN by working who were looking for which was a really big area and then he managed to sell it to the United Nations and that's the headquarters of the United Nations and uh, so one of the things I realized from this book is just how important it was how lucky he was in being in the right place at the right time how lucky he was that he was in America and not in UK, so that he was not luckily not called up to war. And so he was in this special area, a special time when America was uh, developing. And it was amazing for me to read this and see how it seemed like it was really, a lot of the development really happened. A lot of the huge, how much of a shift there was after the war in the growth of the property industry and so he also realized one of the other things he realized was that he realized that the uh, depression had actually finished there was no more it was no longer that time but he said everyone else was still thinking in that way everyone else was still thinking that we are in that period and they still had those same habits and this is really interesting because how many of us think that have not realized how the world has changed? How many of us in our life have not realized what has actually changed in the world? And we are still living on old habits. And there are some people who have realized that the world has changed, but most people are just living by habits. And I think that's what humans do. And he realized that and he just took the opportunity. So he was just buying up all this real estate as soon as he, as easily as he could. And he just saw it for what it was. Um, so that's, that was some really big thing that I learned. And he also, uh, he also found some very interesting ways that he understood the tax code. And he understood that the tax code was one of the problems that made the Great Depression worse because it meant that people had to, when it was like a negative spiral going down. But then on the other side, when the, after the war, when it had finished, it was the tax code was working in a way that there were opportunities that were working in the favor of people, which made it get boom even more. And uh, one of the things he realized was that you could f discover a tax loss going forward, tax loss carry forward, which is you could, he bought unprofitable companies that had made a loss for the last few years in the depression. And then he uh, merged them with his company and he used that loss that those companies had had for those previous years and he meant that the, the profits on his future income was tax-free so that was one thing that he discovered as well so this is also a great thing to learn is how important it is to look at the fine details and to understand 
deeply how the tax works, how the system works, because in these fine details, you can find opportunities like that. And he found this opportunity and he just he just came to these a few of these realizations, such as uh, the tax carry, tax loss carry forward and that the era had changed, but people's mindset hadn't. He also realized and had the idea that he hated to bargain because he thought that people were much more likely to decline a deal when they are over bargaining it. And if the price was fair, he would do it. And he thought that the price often wasn't as important if it was a few, you can bargain a little bit, but it's not worth it. And people lose far more deals by over bargaining than they do by buying it at a fair price. So these are some of the things that he learned that he could use that were the foundation of his career. So it's a really interesting book. I'll share another update soon. So subscribe, stay tuned for the next one.